Welcome to the Michigan Minds Podcast, a quick and informative analysis of today's top issues from University of Michigan faculty. Thank you so much for joining Michigan Minds today for National Nutrition Month. We're very excited to speak with you to discuss college student eating habits and how to better select a more nutritious and well-balanced diet. Can you please start by introducing yourself and sharing a little bit about your role at the University of Michigan? Yeah, absolutely. My name is Eliza Jarman. I am a registered dietitian and at the University of Michigan, my position is the Culinary and Nutrition Support Specialist for Michigan Dining Services. So my role at the university is to support students with food allergies and special dietary needs. And I also support our team of chefs with recipe creation and many reviews as well. I also got my master's of public health at the University of Michigan and my undergrad degree, my bachelor of science at Michigan as well. So I'm a big Wolverine. <laughs> Wolverine through and through. We love to Absolutely. see it. So for many college students, they're experiencing living on their own, grocery shopping, cooking for themselves for the first time. What advice do you have for students who are trying to eat right and maintain a well-balanced diet? Yeah, so I always tell people to look at their plate as a whole. And the more variety, the better. So um, for, for snacks, I, I recommend pairing at least two food groups, preferably a carb and a protein. And at meals, I would recommend including at least three food groups, um, preferably protein, a starch, and a fruit or vegetable. So pretty much if you imagine a balanced plate, it's going to look like a, a fourth of the plate is taken up by your starch or your grain. A fourth of the plate is taken up by your lean protein, whether it be plant-based or animal-based. And then half of your plate, like a whole half of the plate is going to be fruits or vegetables. And the more color, the better. Why is it important for students to put emphasis on nutrition? Nutrition has so, so many impacts um, from physical health to sleep to mental well-being. How you feel your body determines your performance in many aspects of your life. And for students, it's really important to consider the impacts of nutrition on their ability to focus and to study and to perform academically. And for student athletes, proper fueling is also important to maximize their athletic performance. So finals week is quickly approaching. Are there any brain foods that students can incorporate into their diets to really help keep them going and prepare? Absolutely. So um, fatty fish or fish high in omega-3 fatty acids like salmon, tuna, mackerel are all really, really good options. But if you're not a fish fan, um, flax seeds, walnuts, and avocados are another great, great source of omega-3 fatty acids. There's also been research that suggests that berries might improve memory. So loading up on those strawberries, blueberries, raspberries is another good option. And then green or cruciferous vegetables like um, kale, spinach, you know, broccoli, those types of things. They're rich in brain healthy nutrients like vitamin K, lutein, folate, and beta carotene. 
And because glucose is your brain's preferred source of fuel, don't forget to eat an adequate amount of carbohydrates. So can you walk us through what it's like to create a menu for one of the U of M dining halls? Of course. So this is another really cool part of my job. I work really closely with our executive chef, Frank Turchin, who puts together a menu review planning committee. And it's composed of a group of chefs and operation managers from our various dining halls across campus. So each person is assigned a different menu item to review, whether it be the breakfast course or vegetarian and vegan offerings or soups or kosher and halal offerings. And we use a template from the previous semester's menu. And then we go through as a group and edit the menu, taking into consideration dishes that are popular, um, student requests, allergen-friendly meals. That's kind of my job is to advocate for, advocate for the students who have food allergies. And then we also take into account um, our carbon neutrality goals as well. So a lot of the culinary team are laying their eyes on the menu and making sure it's suitable to all dietary needs and preferences. And as for the recipes that go into the whole menu, um, Chef Frank comes up with all kinds of fun ways to involve the culinary staff in recipe development. So this winter semester, we hosted a culinary competition between all the different dining halls on campus. And each week had a different theme. For example, there were um, vegan and vegetarian, there was lentils and legumes, um, and sustainable seafood was another theme. And then, if any of these recipes that are created during this competition are exceptionally excellent to be put on our menu, um, they, they might earn a spot on our regular menu rotation. Being someone who's passionate about sustainability, another cool thing about our menu and recipe creation is that um, at Michigan Dining, we largely focus on purchasing products from local producers and we try to minimize our red meat um, to reduce our carbon impact. So our beef and our chicken and our dairy are all purchased from local vendors. And we also partner with a handful of local farmers in our campus farm during growing season to showcase their, their local produce as well. We've all been living through the COVID-19 pandemic for the last year. We've been home, you know, a lot more than usual, learning, working um, from our houses. And so some people have, you know, taken up cooking as a hobby or tried to explore some new recipes. Are there benefits of cooking at home rather than ordering takeout? Yes, for sure. Um, by cooking your own meals, you, you as the chef get to control what goes into your cooking. So you control the amount of salt, the amount of fat, and the amount of sugar in your meals. So a lot of times when you purchase meals from a restaurant or takeout, there's a lot of hidden ingredients that you don't necessarily know are in there. And whether it be just extra sugar and salt or food additives, those types of things, you, you can avoid all of that by cooking at home. And then another benefit of cooking at home is that it's cost effective. So you actually save a lot of money by buying ingredients and preparing your own meals, especially when you're cooking in batches. What tips do you have for college students who are looking to focus on healthier eating habits, but maybe don't know where to start? Are there any specific resources offered at the university to help them out? Yeah, so I would tell the college student to start simple. Taking into consideration all of the different food groups, look at your current diet and pinpoint what's missing or what you could use a little bit more of. Chances are they could use a little, a couple more fruits and vegetables in their life. 
Um, USDA food consumption surveys find that the average American eats about half of the recommended daily serving of fruits and vegetables. And while this might be a total cliche, it is also absolutely true that variety is key to a balanced diet. So eating a variety of foods from different food groups and a variety of different colors of fruits and vegetables will provide many different macro and micronutrients that are essential for physical well-being. And as to resources at the University of Michigan, we are lucky enough to have a team of nutrition experts that have created a set of guidelines with healthy eating in mind. These are called the M Healthy Guidelines. If you dine on campus at any of the dining halls or cafes, and if you dine at the hospital, you'll notice that there's a little black M symbol that symbolizes whether food is considered M healthy. And this is one way that we make it easier for students and customers to improve their nutritional intake. M Dining also partners with some student groups on campus to provide educational information regarding nutrition on their social media pages as well. So you can find lots of cool, interesting um, nutrition information on our Facebook and Instagram pages. So we talked about cooking at home and throughout the pandemic, we've also seen an increase in people taking interest in gardening. So with the weather getting nicer, I'm wondering if you can speak to the benefits of sustainable farming and eating. Yeah, so there are many, many benefits um, to gardening and growing your own food. First is that it's cost effective. So a packet of seeds has a lot more bang for your buck than buying a bushel of produce. It's, it's a lot cheaper and you're gonna get a lot more out of it. Another benefit is um, if you're really into sustainability, the decreased decrease in carbon emissions. So you're reducing your carbon emissions by reducing the amount of travel that's needed to obtain your produce. Another benefit is you get to see where your food comes from. A lot of people don't even know where their food is grown or how their food is grown. Um, a lot of people don't know avocados are grown on trees or a pineapple is grown on a little bush. Not saying that we can grow avocados or pineapples in Michigan, but you know, a lot of people don't know where th how things are grown. So it's, it's very satisfying and and really educational, honestly, to, to see where your food grows and how it grows. I know that I'm really, really excited to um, start my garden this year. How important is nutrition to overall well-being? Well, to put it lightly, um, it's essential to overall well-being. Um, sometimes I think of the human body as a piece of machinery so you kind of have to, you have to properly fuel and oil the machine to keep it running smoothly. And if you use the right kinds of fuel and oil, you'll maximize your performance. And it's kind of the same with nutrition. To maximize your overall well-being, including your physical and your mental health, you want to provide your body with all of the nutrients that it needs to thrive. So all of the macro and micronutrients that we, our body needs are essential to overall well-being. Building on that, physical wellness and nutritional eating go hand in hand. So what advice do you have for someone who's trying to achieve a balanced lifestyle of healthy physical activity and nutritional eating habits? So something that no one tells you about nutrition, but it's, it's a very, very important lesson to learn in order to have a balanced lifestyle and healthy nutrition habits is that you have to build a healthy relationship with food. 
And this means that you don't feel angry at yourself or guilty when you indulge. You don't feel the need to compensate when you overeat. You listen to your body cues when you are hungry, full, thirsty, or tired, and you fuel your body when it needs to be fueled, and you listen to your body when it tells you it's full. So I would tell them that achieving a balanced lifestyle and healthy nutritional habits takes time and it takes practice, and it's not something you can learn overnight. Not to sound too hippy-dippy, but I I think it definitely requires a lot of patience and self-love. Thank you for listening to the Michigan Minds Podcast, a production of the University of Michigan. Join the conversation on social media with hashtag UMichImpact.